I won more premierships alone than the other he 19 managers. He has created an absolute Boys, we are here to rant. James, we have to do justice before we just slide right into the top four. I didn't want to get off track. This, this is one of the best title races of all time. Good afternoon, and Patrick. You're in a really heated race to finish in the top four. And you trot out a B team. What do they need? What on earth? I don't have an option. I'm talking world Wow. Welcome. Welcome. To Prem de la Prem. Welcome back to Prem de la Prem, ladies and gentlemen. Match Week 37 recap. We are on the cusp, Patrick. The precipice. It's Championship Sunday Eve. It's the closest thing to red zone we get here on the British calendar, and it is going to be sensory overload with everything up for grabs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eat your heart out, Nico Cantor, because we got we got the Galazzo zone right now. We got ten screens. Mm-hmm. Four MacBook Airs, two iPads. The rest, your old Tradish TV. Yeah, old Android that might still have Wi-Fi connections. Who's mm. to say? Phone that's dying. And it's on low battery mode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That one's getting one particular game. <laughs> You're teasing a segment, Patrick. Sure. We uh, Later on, Patrick and I took the liberty. Don't worry. Don't even check the schedule. We are power ranking the match week 38 games from top to bottom. And uh, some might surprise you more than others. It, 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 might might. Be, it might be an ice chest in of itself. <laughs> <laughs> Who's to say? Are there Who's surprises in there? Doubtful. <laughs> yeah. Well... There's one that's nailed on worst game possibly ever. That's right, uh, possibly ever. Regardless yeah. of yeah, no, take stakes away. Um, right. It's a terrible game. Okay, uh, Patrick. Last time we checked in here on Prem to Prem, we were going into the North London Derby. We were calm. Is that so we were collected. We were composed. <laughs> we, we we did not talk about agenda before the pod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, two mm-hmm. games played since last time we were calm, collected, composed. Today we are. Dot, dot, dot. We're doing all right. We're doing all right. We are where we are. Keep yeah. hope alive. Um, seems like we did the old switcheroo on the tube, and we got the the, um, the chef um, from from the Conley ground over to the Spurs ground when cooking up a little spicy lasagna that's making its <laughs> way around the Spurs camp. And we're going to see if we can work some magic uh, down at uh, Ellen Road, is it? No, it's not Ellen Road. They're at Norwich. Where are they playing? Uh, Norwich Carrow. Yeah. Yes. Another yeah. road. Yeah. Larson Lenger, I think, is the new Swedish chef down at uh, Tottenham Hotspur, <laughs> Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Trying to big Groucho Mars mustache. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was the week to try on a few new recipes, see what hit. Right. Um, yeah, so we're, we're keeping hope alive, hoping that the baton of pressure was passed at the, the appropriate time, James. Well, keeping hope alive is an interesting way of putting it. It's like hope is still alive. Yeah. Well, it, it was more present before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we haven't really done much, um, much in the hope category over the last couple of weeks. So yeah, we've got a, uh, we've got it all to do, and then it still doesn't matter. And you know what? Is what it is, James. We'll just have to see how it plays out. Well, as far as the top four is concerned, first of all, Patrick, you seem to be keeping a very level head on this, which is nice. Um, maybe on a more serious note, you did mention it, it, it was the way to compartmentalize it as a sane football fan is they're either ready for this moment and they're not, or they're not. And it seemed like yeah. Arsenal still needs a few 
nips, tucks, changes, additions um, before they yeah, can grow me, into um, this role. Let let me allow all of the the Arsenal haters and the people who have uh, become oh so fond of Mikel Arteta's pressers this year yeah. to soak in this moment. Yeah, this is plain and simple, James. The players the players bottled the moment. If you want to put on Arteta, you can put on Arteta, but Arsenal bottled it. It's as simple as that. They weren't ready for the moment. Manager, players, tough to say. Uh, though you gotta, you wonder why Xhaka keeps getting put in the team sheet. You hear that presser? Not on the manager, according to, <laughs> according to Big G. According to Big G unit, it's all on the players. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a young team, and that's, I mean, there's no excuse to just fall in. Not even the loss, James. They just, they had nothing in either of these two games. We mentioned it the last podcast. They were, despite the four games on the trot that they yeah. won, they were still kind of limping to the finish line. Yeah, um, and you know they lost. For me, they lost the fourth place. Really, at uh, the, the three losses, what was it? Southampton, Brighton, Crystal Palace, and then they got a new life with that miraculous run of insane results. I wouldn't even run. say form, just run of results. Insane run. Yeah, no, it was not form. It <laughs> was uh, it was a shootout. <laughs> yeah, and I think you know, for me, it's it's an obvious disappointment. Uh, but I also think you know, trying to trying to get to the to the Champions League, starting in Ketcha, Cedric, and El Neni. Is a is a difficult is a difficult path. So deserves I mean, I can, a trophy of its own. The tin pot. I can pot. take it at face value. But again, I'm, again, I'm, it's not. I'm not. I'm. I'm not here to make um, excuses because Arsenal made that bet in the January window where they shipped off mm. half their team and refused to replace it. It was a calculated risk they took when, you know, two of your best players in uh, uh, Party and Tierney are are yeah. just you know, completely made of glass. Go off, 20, 20, 25 games a Go season off. out of the two of them. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, Patrick, yeah. as one of your most uh, Arteta's most prolific and outspoken haters, uh, I'm going to throw a sensationalist question out there for you. Where are we on the sliding scale of this is the beginning of the end for old Mick, or this is just the first 10 minute montage of the treble documentary a couple <laughs> of years, a couple of years down the line, like things were looking rocky. Well, let me tell you, all or nothing has got its peaks and its valleys. So that show should be good. I cannot um, wait. Should be good. They thought um, they struck. Yeah, they thought they struck gold with Mourinho. Then they entered old Arsenal football. See, club. And the worst, the worst part about it is before the North London derby, they started putting out all these, uh, all these like teasers. They're like Arteta's team talks are nothing short of inspirational and just like all this stuff. They just I like, feel like that's the bare the minimum. <laughs> yeah, but it was also like it was like the um, the culmination of all of these efforts leading to champions league and like okay now we're comfortable talking yeah. about it and then you, yeah. you bottle it and so um we'll be oh, interested when's... to hear what he's said at the halftime at the newcastle game yeah i hope i hope they got that clip when's that coming that. when's that coming out not for not for me but for all the arsenal fans when's that august. when's that show coming out should be august i believe okay i'm sure it, it won't right yeah yeah i'm sure it won't have the most viewership on the uh, the white side of north london <laughs> hey we'll see um europa league Lock it. Look, you know it's it's a it's not the right time to do the post mortem on the season, but I am I'm still very much Arteta in, I and still we will very, very much, much do that. Yes, next time on Prendle Press. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> still very much trusting the process. Ah. Um, but it is a it is an obvious disappointment, James, and mm-hmm. it is an, it feels like an opportunity missed. Where I'm kind of just finding this like middle ground is, you know. We are a young team. We could benefit from Europa. That's definitely like the losers. Like, oh, wait, now we're here. Let's think about it mentality. But also, as long as they spend in the summer and bolster the squad for the Premier League, I really don't care that much. 
because it's it's a it's a long journey that Arsenal are on to compete for a title, right. which is really the grand ambition for everybody. And so as long as this the that project doesn't change, we'll talk about how uh, Arsenal's ambitions I think need to escalate in the future uh, under this in the process. <laughs> but I'm vibing, James. Be like water, Bruce Lee. Just go okay. where go where it's going to take me. Is this the beginning of Zen Patrick? What do you mean beginning of Zen Patrick, James? I've been Zen Patrick for quite a while. Well, there's Beatdown Patrick and there's, <laughs> there's Zen Patrick. Those are those are scary similar. Two sides of the same coin, isn't they're, it? They're scary <laughs> similar, those two. Uh, and I also think I think the Put funny, your hands up. <laughs> the cruel the cruel irony in this is like I don't think I even had time to be mad after the game because at five minutes into each of them, I'm like, this, these aren't gonna go well. These just aren't No, it was shocking yeah, when uh, shocking performances. Did Arsenal go into the break against Newcastle nil nil? Was that did. the yep. yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah? I remember I remember that halftime when you're like, well, it's not exactly the best position for Arsenal to be saying in a game they must win. At least we're not down one nil. Yeah, <laughs> not how yeah. you drew it up. But hey, Patrick, player of the day, Aaron Ramsdale, right? Good shift he's put in in like a month. <laughs> go off, King, but not on this episode. We'll <laughs> save it for the post mortem. <laughs> But I will say it's never over when Spurs is in business, Patrick. It's like the mm-hmm. prestige. This could be their greatest trick yet. I'll tell you this. The Let's last not time, rule it out. The last time Spurs needed a draw on the final match week to finish above Arsenal, they shipped five goals at Newcastle. So, Where'd you read that one? Probably online. <laughs> yeah, where online? Probably Twitter. Oh, okay. That wasn't going the way I wanted it to. Oh. Fair enough. <laughs> The uh, you you can get you know the rabbit holes you can get in. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm looking at um, Harry Kane uh, barging Gabrielle from three years ago and thinking, where was the call then? But uh, right, and you start tracing back all the points. Yeah, (laughs) it's like Patrick, that was pre-pandemic. Well, anyway, um, (laughs) we're cruising, James, and we're just hoping that um, my defeatist attitude uh, translates into a Spurs defeat. Against Norwich. I have it on good authority that you're learning the skull clap for uh, Timu Puki. I am. I am. It's it's horrible audio, so I won't be I won't be demonstrating. But it's it's going <laughs> school. Well. It's going well. Okay. Well, I can't wait to get that debuted if if the situation arises. Let's put it that way. Um, yeah. But let's shift the pendulum, Patrick. Uh, we were robbed a little bit of final day drama with Everton su- surviving during midweek, a stirring 3-2 comeback against Crystal Palace, where I have to say, I've been on the get Frank and Everton relegated train this entire season, more or less. Watching that comeback, even I was just like sitting there and kind of admiring it. After the first goal, I wanted it. You want, right. I wanted the right. scenes. Right. I wanted to see those to, fans have been on absolute edge for way too long. Yeah, and then just you know knowing that that was the last home game they were going to have to go to Arsenal. It was, it was uh, they needed that result. It had and, to be there. Yeah. Yeah, and they got it done. Although, they got it done. I mean, it was you love you, you love well, you. I mean, we, we probably shouldn't say we love all the scenes that we saw, but the 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 energy at, at Goodison Park it was a it was a palpable desperation. And for it to come off the way that it did, anyone who's gatekeeping that celebration can pound sand as far as I'm concerned. What a moment. What a moment. And it was they quite... deserve to celebrate it with all the tension and yeah. um, just pain they've been feeling all year. It was, was quite, was it was quite literally uh, uncontainable, the celebrations. A game away for an institution, Everton. 
mind mm-hmm. you. We like to mm-hmm. clown on them, but uh, you know this would have been a remarkable relegation, one of the most remarkable, uh, s- certainly in my memory. It w- it's funny how the exact moment that Arsenal bottled it against Newcastle, the thing I had been kind of like cheekily, well, no, it was very openly, rooting for, um, the, the, when it happened, my mind immediately went to, oh, well, I feel kind of bad for Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I got to see Arteta do the sad handshake, and then like, it was like the post-clarity where you're like, yeah. oh, oh, like it all just comes back to you. And you're like, yeah. what monster have I become? <laughs> I, <laughs> I felt uh, I felt a little bit the same way with Everton, where you're like, they go up 3-2, the, the scenes, the fans already on the pitch. They couldn't even wait till full time. Uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin screaming for them to get back to the stands, flares everywhere. You, you had that moment looking over Goodison Park, with the perfect sunset, no less. And you're just right. like, yeah, this seems an institution. They should yeah. be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And the Frank Lampard narrative lives another day. In a good way. In a good way for this pod and for content. Because I think if Everton got relegated... if you were, Do you remember that Rooney uh, Nike Write the Future commercial in 2010? Where he just emerges from a, from a, a trailer with a full beard. Kind of what he looks like right now. <laughs> um, I, I thought that was going to be the case for Frank. Like, we would never hear or see of him again. If No, no, it's pretty unforgivable if he were to go down. And now, I mean, I think he should be sacked in the offseason. I think he should just, they should be getting him right the hell out of there. Patrick, this is a horrendous, I had horrendous a chip, management job. I had a chip on my shoulder about Ollie for many reasons, but I think now everyone can see the, the, the Ollie versus Lampard, the work we had to do to overcome the British, the British bias. Like, BBC tweeting, like, how about this job that Frank's done at Everton? It's like he came in when they were 16th, four points clear of, uh, or five points clear of the relegation zone, and now they are. Oh, look at that. Uh, Just hmm. four now. Yeah. Yeah, four, four goal difference. Still yeah. 16th. So. Right. Yeah. No, it's a. Uh, it's hard. I'd, I'd, I'd question someone who rated him as a manager, James. <laughs> I don't know really what he's what he's got in his um in his locker and I still kind of think that he needs to go to a um we talked about how if he went to kind of like a you know really show some graft and go to a club that you know he could kind of build himself up but Everton kind of seems like too big of a club for him still uh yeah for me not even the 16th just that institution that we've that we've talked about so uh, it'll be interesting for me to see if he even survives the summer and if they do survive the summer uh, what kind of backing is he going to get uh, because that's a team that needs some work right and it's one of those teams that's invested so much in the wrong kind of decisions and wrong players and it's almost what got them to this point you know the Solomon Rondon red card is kind of like the microcosm of the season right there uh, I think he is going to stay and and to your point coming off this emotional high after so so many lows of surviving relegation. Like that was the weirdest part about it. They got plenty of stick from opposing fans where it's like, why are you celebrating this? So I think their brain's going to be in an absolute omelet going into next season about like, what kind of team are we and where should we be? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, um, why are you celebrating this? Get lost losers. Just let, let some people have a little bit of joy. (laughs) Team just was about to go down miserable year. They get one thing to have, have good for them. 
Let them go nuts. Yeah, on the little Do bit a, of joy note, a, Patrick. What do you what do you make yeah. of the? <laughs> There's a. What do you make of the pitch invasions? <laughs> yeah, um, it's sweeping the nation. It's a big problem, and we saw why in in. Uh, gosh, I'm forgetting. I, I'm not remembering his Sheffield name. Sheffield United. Yeah, and the Sheffield United. I'm forgetting the player's name. Uh, Billy got Sharp got cleaned out, clocked. Uh, yeah. Hopefully that, and that ends. And the fan had him. The fa- he he was not swept up in the moment. That was a calculated mission. Yeah, no, guy just took, and um, he played at Nottingham too, and has like a good relationship. Billy yeah. Sharp. It's a, it's an odd, odd decision that. Um, hopefully, he faces all the consequences. James, you know my philosophy. You 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 gave me a hard time before for saying that the you know kids who go on the field take a little picture with Messi should be banned for life. But I think you said a clear message. And you Give them an inch, they the take pitch. a mile. Now they're on because the pitch. It's, it's it's just because of this. It's because you can't control everybody. 99% of those Everton fans yeah. are just caught up in the scenes, having a great time, doing knee slides. And if that's all it's going to be, and it's going to happen so rarely, beautiful. Uh, yeah. But just get the other team off the field first. or so. I don't, I don't know what we got to do to allow it, but there's just you, it's, a, it's a risk you can't take. Jack Grealish got blindside punched just a few years ago during a game. You had a couple incidents just in the, in, in the you know, Vieira was, um, I mean, Talk about a dumb decision, chatting shit to Vieira. Is, you know that that's someone who hasn't seen some highlight tapes. That guy doesn't play. People games. very easy to forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very um, quick to forget. Very quick to forget. And then fair play. I mean, there was a few other Everton fans there that effectively acted like security guards and shuffled them out of there. So again, I think the overwhelming majority of these people are just swept up in the moment, having a good time. But you just got some. You just got some idiots that ruin the fun for the rest of us, and then you probably got some idiots who are. Yeah. You know, it's not worth taking the risk on. So. And that feeling of being on edge that anything can happen, I think, is the scariest part about that. Absolutely, absolutely, and you know, British British football fans aren't aren't necessarily known for their composure under pressure. So is that I right? I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't bet on them for making the wisest of decisions out there. Yeah. So. Footy limbs, great. I don't Twitter think you'll follow. have to. I don't see us having to deal with that. This weekend. Um, At the you know. Emirates? You know what? You know what? Oh, no. If, where, where were you going with that? I was going to the Etihad. I don't think they're running on oh. the field at the Etihad. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, you I mean, you got to fill out the stadium for that, I feel like. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's a guard uh, There's a guard to every fan. I will say, James, if if Tottenham actually lose to Norwich and Arsenal beat Everton, I wouldn't be shocked to see some fans on the field. <laughs> and you know what? They should be banned for life. Every last one of them. Go eat your prawn sandwiches at home. This isn't college. These are grown yeah. men. Patrick, just to close the the book on the, the chapter on that point, uh, the BBC posted an article that was like, pitch invasions. Why are they back and why are they so wrong? And I was like hoping to learn something insightful from the BBC, which was my mistake. And I yeah. opened up the article and they just had like, chief doctor from the Lancashire <laughs> County say, you know, people have been cooped up over uh, COVID. And, <laughs> and like, that was the rationale and that was the article. It's like people got a lot of emotions right now. <laughs> like we're actual gorillas. Well, I mean, what, well, a, what a take. Well, what a take. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just a, it's a, it's a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope, James. And then you get, you, you, you get these. Can't um, be having that. Yeah, and and it, and people do feel like such a connection and a closeness. I think with in the age of social media to these players, so I think that they just. Yeah, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no rule, there's no code of the ocean anymore out there. No, no rules of the ocean. You're so no. right. Uh, uh, 
Okay, Patrick. Well, if we're, if we're on the relegation journey, <coughs> let's stay on it. We'll come back to the Premiership title. Uh, so Leeds and Burnley. Mm-hmm. It comes down to these two goonish outfits. They're on the same amount of points, 35 points. Burnley, shocker, uh, vast superior goal difference when you think about Leeds' style of play and Burnley's. Uh, Leeds are away to Brentford. Burnley are home to Newcastle. What's your what's your head and your heart telling you here? Um, I think both my head and my heart are telling me there's no way Leeds beats Brentford away. Uh, I don't the, see it. The spirit of Bielsa? You, you don't see it? Away the, the, and Brentford's a tough place to play. But the crazy victory they had against Wolves? That's true. That's true. Uh, Maybe there's a little the magic left in the tank. Maybe, but I think Burnley are through with a draw. And shithousing a 0-0 home to Newcastle seems doable. So for me, the equation becomes, can Leeds get a win? And sure, of course they can. But I, uh, you're right. It's going to be crazy Leeds. They're out. Uh, who, who, they're out Dan James. They're out Luke Ayling. they got oh, a number man. of injuries. Yeah. They, they're just they're thin. And I think that their time, their time to get it done was, was home to Brighton. And they barely got out of that. Right. A, they are very bad. And Patrick, if yeah, it's not a win, gotten... I hope it's just a signature slap down. Mm, just just say, hey, you don't belong. You made a mistake firing Bielsa and hiring Jesse Marsh. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. But I'm also, you know, I'm also backing our boy Jesse. We need some we need some American representation. Look, I I kind of I'd kind of prefer Leeds stay up to Burnley, but without I, I felt more tied to the to the managers, as you know, than I do these teams. So I really don't I, I don't have a strong feeling towards either of them. Um, so maybe yeah, Leeds for the Leeds for the excitement factor, where mm-hmm. Burnley is more of a you know yeah let's let's get on the Leeds bandwagon. I still don't necessarily think they're going to do it, but I do think they'd be they're a better advertisement for the league to the casual viewer. You throw in a game, you see Burnley, you know. That's nap time yeah. for the casual viewer. Leeds, yeah. it's electric. Right. Yeah, I mean, if all things were being equal, Burnley-Newcastle in our power rankings of an average match week, you're not sniffing anywhere near the top half. No, no, especially not at Burnley, at the turf more. But yeah, I mean, it's it's all it's all in Burnley's hands. Uh, a win secures it. For me, a draw effectively secures it. But it is match week 30, mm-hmm. 38, James, so you never really know. Anything can happen. I, I still think it's Burnley staying up because you just, I don't know. It, it feels like a game Burnley win. I feel like Burnley win just the games they need to win and, and very few more. Newcastle were impressive against Arsenal. I don't know if you were looking at that game objectively, but they were. Yeah, they were yeah, at home as well. Uh, but yeah, right, Callum, Callum right, Wilson right. Looked, looked good. They were pressing well. It's a Newcastle is a, uh, a, a tough outfit and finishing 12th. Remember where Eddie Howe, well, I shouldn't say finishing 12th. They're right in the. In the mix and pot, they could finish probably anywhere from looks like you know tenth to fifteenth or or fourteenth rather. Uh, but credit to Eddie Howe. Eddie Howe's mm-hmm. a manager we rated when he was at uh, Burnmouth, and we didn't see him for a little while. We wondered when we were back, and we started to wonder, does he really have it? Uh, so it's going to be fun to see him with some financial backing. I know next next year uh, yeah. because that's a team that I think is is they got something there. Um, and what is it? What's his name? Um, the uh, Joe Linton now just 
you know, a pretty decent box now just box a, midfielder. Yeah, now just a center midfielder. Yeah. What a yeah. transition. It's 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 a it's, it's a like you slap watch, him in the get, you slap him in the FIFA 22 uh, position modifier or whatever yeah. it is the development <laughs> mode. Right. It's like boss. Are you sure you want to make this striker a center back? That'll take two <laughs> years. Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> Cavani's ready. Yeah, and then you know uh, what was his name Bruno Bruno Gumar, uh, mm-hmm. Callum Wilson looking good. It's a it's a it's a good little mid table side right now. James. Cheeky so little outfit. Yeah, and you'd say the same thing about Brentford. So Leeds and Burnley with similar tasks to do should be fun. Either way you cut it, just to watch that relegation battle. You know what would do uh, would do great for this relegation battle is a pitch invasion goal for well yeah a pitch invasion would be fantastic, which you're only really going to get at Burnley, but a quick goal for Newcastle, and then Leeds kind of get in this weird zone of. Well, do we go for the win to kind of secure it? Or oh, draw? You, oh, wow. That's a great permutation there, Patrick. Just from a, maybe they're not seeing it, but that's that's for me. That's where I like the drama. I want the early Newcastle goal just to spice up the battle, flip the numbers, get leads now in safety, and just force Burnley to go get a goal. I want Burnley to have to score. Patrick, I don't think Jesse March spent any time preparing the team for the game. He's just been going scene by scene in the Dark Knight Rises, picking out <laughs> inspirational quotes. So, this, this city still has a lot to live for. <laughs> this, um, yeah, Ilian Mezzi picks up his pregame notes. He says, not the hero we need right now, the hero we deserve. You're like, what? And this coach is gone. Wasn't even in the doorway anymore. Yeah, he just pulls a Batman exit. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. God, Jesse, why do you make American coaches just look like such doofs? Yeah, I mean, it's a tough little run for my guy with the... Um, the dingbats he seems to be working with kind of towards the finish. But they were always going to have a tough run for their last or three of their last five games. Right. City, Arsenal, Chelsea. They needed to get their business done a little bit beforehand and didn't really come off for them. Uh, and they've been, I mean, they've really been on a downward trajectory for a minute. Um, but yeah, those three games just kind of loomed large as like a guaranteed you know, zero points and the other teams closed the gap. So here we are. It might be good by Leeds. It might be good my, by Leeds. kind of where my head's at, but now I think my heart's... Goodbye, Burnley. It feels weird. Yeah, my heart also says goodbye, Burnley. But either way, it's weird because I think they'll be getting the uh, cursory salute down to the championship on an iPad because it would be hard to deny giving the Premiership title the focus it deserves on the main screen, Patrick. The sheer force of narrative is absolutely out of control. Stevie G, with a chance to do what he was never able to as a player, now as a manager... Uh, the man just straight up rested Danny Ings and Coutinho purely to play them against City for no other reason than to win the title for Liverpool, uh, as opposed to a winnable game against Burnley, which could have put them in a position to finish in the top half of the table, which is money. So, yeah, it all all signs point to the showdown with Pep at the Etihad. Yeah, and they and and this is a a City team who remarkably James has looked vulnerable down the stretch. Not in every game, uh, but they have looked vulnerable. The West Ham game, yeah. obviously uh, very vulnerable. I think lucky to get out of there uh, with a point. Uh, I wouldn't even say they looked vulnerable against Wolves, even though that was 1-1. But that was just KDB just turned up. Uh, so they're going to need a big performance. They're going to need it when it matters. I think all the pressure is on City. 100%, Patrick. If you look all at these it. two games where you're like, where's a slip-up going to be? I don't know what the money line is on Liverpool Wolves, but 
I'm emptying the bank. Down? I'm emptying the bank. I'll do it. I'll do it. Minus, minus 625. Oh, God. I mean, they know it too, don't they? Yeah. Oddly, the um, exact same odds for City. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. City's minus 625? Yeah. God. If I, uh, if I wasn't rooting for that, hand up. I'm biased. <laughs> I would uh I would I would put a lot of money on They're two and a half goal favorites, yeah. Crazy. Jesus. Do people really think it's gonna be that absent of like anxiety and tenseness that the Eddie had? I think that if City are able to score in the first fifteen, twenty minutes, which is something they do quite frequently, that they could very easily just just stomp yeah. them out. Yeah. Just put up another just put on a show. Uh, I think that I think going a goal down to City feels like a death sentence to, across the league. You know that feels yeah. You can't be chasing the game unrecoverable. Even even also they, even feels yeah. more recoverable against Liverpool. But to, I mean, obviously it's pretty much a death sentence against either of them. But Liverpool feel like he can get it back just because they right. feel like they come out a little bit more. Also, I guess here's my other thing. Obviously, Steven Gerrard cares immensely about this game. We touched on this last pod. Why would his Villa players care? That's what I'm having a, a hard time wrapping my head around. It's like, Wait, we can stop... them up for this game? Well, it's like, lads, we can stop City from winning the title. It's like, well, I guess. Who cares? Like, that's not Villa's, think, that's not Villa's fight. I think that you kind of have to... Like, do it for your boss? I was going to say, I think it does have a little bit to do with... How much capitalism? It, how much it kind of? Um, what's the relationship? I guess. What is the rapport? What's the respect and the yeah. admiration that that team has for Steve? For Steve, and if he can get in there, and maybe it's even, uh, you know, a couple more of these senior players. I'd be interested. I mean, think about it like this: Newcastle didn't have anything to play for, and they gave Arsenal a fantastic game that made it very, very difficult for. Arsenal I would argue that was. There. I would argue because it was just their last game, home game at St James's Park. Sure, sure, um, maybe, but I've, you also <laughs> or they hate Arsenal. <laughs> no, I don't think it's necessarily they hate Arsenal. I think this league has a a fairly healthy respect for like there's nothing given; you got to earn it. Mm. You know, they even you know, I think Norwich is going to come out and give. They're not going to lay down for for Spurs. I don't think uh, Palace is going to lay down for United. Brighton for West Ham. Every one of these teams have like you think. Brentford's going to lay down for Leeds, no chance. No, right? I think I think every single one of these teams is going to try to bring it, and I think that there is a uh, a sense of pride in in playing in playing spoiler, right? You know, for a team like Villa, you know, when are when are they going to have a chance to stick it to City? You know, just from a it, it's got to suck seeing the same team just beat down the whole league over and over again. Sure, we talked about kind of yeah, yeah, enemy I, a bit, right? I guess so you're maybe, right in that sense. Like you're you always going to want to try and beat the top dog. I think you could find it uh, a way, and to get it to mean as much as it means to to, to Gerard, no chance. I don't think so. I think that's that's going to be hard to manufacture. Right. Uh, but who's who's to say? Who's to say uh, that one? Oh man, what I would do for an early Villa goal. Not to say that I think it would change much in the final equation, but just for a little bit of spice. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Even Patrick doesn't even need to score. They just need to keep City out. There's yeah, going to be a. It's going to war. Yeah, 100%. They're just going to tee off. Yeah. Tee off on a Wolves team that hung five against City and then drew Norwich. So Patrick Norwich in good form. Let the record show. 
That's true. Need it. Yep. Now just turn that draw into a win. Mm-hmm. Uh, or or score 15. There you go. There you go. We're not ruling either out. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a couple Maybe. games within the games at Anfield. We got a golden boot race going on. Mo Salah on 22. Youngman Son on 21. Mm. On the on the Liverpool teeing off comment, I gotta yeah. think this is gonna be Mo. Also, because I think we need some credibility to hang on to here. Well, I guess we also tipped City to win the title, but yeah, um, that was in a close run race against Man U. So, mind you, I had Chelsea in second. Well, I did have Liverpool in fourth. So it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're not here to pass blame, Patrick. I'm I'm here to give us credit. I'm I'm here to build us up, not break us down. Uh, I got Mo Salah here. I think he's going to get on the score sheet, especially after a little bit of rest. Um, and he'll obviously have that motivation. And then Golden Glove, Allison and Ederson, 20 yeah. and 20. 20 and 20. Wow, What's the record's 24 for Czech. Both fantastic seasons. That's incredible. Well, I'm no statistician, but I don't think they'll be breaking that this season. No, no. You'd, you'd have to think that's going to be difficult at this point. Nigh impossible. Probably. <laughs> Probably we'll have to we'll have to run the numbers offline, James. Um, that one's gonna be a tough one to predict. I think they'll. Um, I think Allison's more likely to get the shutout Ooh. than um, oh. Ederson. Okay. Okay. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I agree. I was trying. I think to... They're both likely to get a shutout. <sighs> uh, wow, split it. Yeah, one glove each. Mm-hmm. That that is how it goes, right? Yep. Or Ederson keeps the thumbs. Ederson's not really much of a traditional keeper, is he? He's more of like a foot guy. Yeah, so yeah, maybe give Ederson the golden boot and then give Allison the golden glove if they tie. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense to me, Patrick. Mm-hmm. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, all right, well, way down at the old agenda here, I've got Europa League, Europa Conference League. Uh, not exactly what I thought you know, I would be fighting for on the last day of the season. They got something to play for, James. They've given you a reason to watch the final game. Right. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but they've done it. They've somehow got me tuning in on the last game of the season. And it's we were there work. for the yeah, we were there for the Brighton game. Um show up with double the energy of the Brighton game and it's going to be a beatdown. <laughs> in Palace's favor. So we're, we're talking triple and quadruple here, boys. You giving your boy um Ronnie any shot in the Golden Boot race? What's he got? He's on Put in four? Yeah, I'm five? sure he's on 19. Yeah, yeah. No. No, no. Because no. okay. no. I, th- I think both Salah and Son have every chance of scoring. Um, That's true. That's true. Patrick, this is a sputtering train just trying to make its way into, into the station to end the day. Uh, we are so far on the beach. It's crazy, mentally, United are. Um, it's remarkable. Yeah. Yeah, I, all reports are saying they stopped listening to Rangnick and uh, the, the Chuckle Brothers from the United States, um, I'd say, about a month into their tenure. So, yeah, it, yeah. I don't, I, here, no, here we are at the end, Patrick. T- ten Hag, Ten Hag, Hach, Ten Hag will be in the building. Um, maybe that's everything we need just to get us over the line. Also, this Palace team should be gassed. They just got accosted at Goodison Park on Thursday night. Surely our right. team on two weeks of rest is going to give them a fight. But um, I've been proven many, many times wrong by this team this season. I'm just hoping we give it one last go, one last hurrah, 
and get ourselves into the, you know, traditional Losers' Cup versus the untraditional Losers' Cup. Although, inaugural English winners of the Europa Conference League next season has a certain ring to it, I must admit. Well, you can get that by failing out of the Europa League. Well... <laughs> uh, James, are we called how how um you're saying we don't get out of the group stage? <laughs> what is the what is the difference? Yeah, against like, 10 hags uh, for a season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, against what like Olympiacos. That's even one of the better teams. No, yeah, no. We're talking fucking Antwerp Royale <laughs> in Belgium. Yeah, like what some of those Icelandic squads. What what is the difference for you in terms of a how much worse of a season would it be if you finish in Conference League versus Europa League just today? Like it's just banter. It's just banter. Nothing. Uh, it, nothing. No difference to you. Europa League is a means to qualify for the Champions League. I think our level. I think our fair level, assuming we make, you know, we we actually turn back into a normal team over the summer. I think our level is upper echelon Europa League, lower tier Champions League. So. I think if we're being realistic, it would be a somewhat prestigious cup to go and win um, for, for Ten Hag's first season. And it would be a route in the Champions League that isn't the top four. But at the end of the day, I think the most benefit you're going to get out of it is your ability to play um, second string, third string players and, and young players. And it's you'll have yeah. that ability, if not more, in the Conference League. But the banter would be tough, would be tough. Sure. Yeah. Um, so this is... Especially if Ronaldo's staying. Good God. This is cl- close. This is... I mean, well, he would, he'd break every conference... He'd set every conference league record. I say break. I mean, break in one <laughs> year of it. But he would have... I, it, it, I, I bet you he would just sit there and he would sing. He would know the conference league song. He would just be singing it right at the start of every game like he does the Champions League anthem. This man's built... How many people... Built for weeknights in Europe. Right. For the rest of eternity after Ronaldo retires... How many people do you think will be able to claim I'm the Champions League GOAT and the Europa Conference League GOAT? Rare, rarefied air, if you ask me. Yeah, there, 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 there won't be many. There will absolutely not be many. One, one of those columns is going to be quite difficult to fill, uh, and the other seems like it'll just be a circumstance for a legend, I suppose. But you can't be both. <laughs> so this is going to be close to a must-win then for you, James. West Ham sitting two points below you. With the goal differential, a tie's not going to get it done if they get the win. No, no, I think it's mu- I think it's must win, Patrick. I think on You're right rest Alice is knackered. They should be doing it. Mindset. This is. I mean, this is Manchester United. If you're not going to Selhurst Park looking for the win, what are you doing, boys? You gotta you gotta go get the win. If not, you know maybe Brighton at home, formidable opponent. Take it from me. Um, maybe they'll come in with a favor, but. Right. Season's right. almost yep. over, and for that, we're still have the job to do. They do. They do. Maybe David Moyes will get involved, kick a uh, kick a ball boy, just to fire the crowd up. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, at, at at the Amex. Yeah, that'll, that'll that'll go over well. Sure will, Patrick. Should we power rank these games for our listeners? Where do they yeah. want to have their attention? Yeah, we absolutely should, um, because you might have missed it. Uh, in the subtext of what we just said, but some of these games have more meaning to them than others. Uh, so we did them in numbers for you. Didn't go above 10. So everyone should be able to follow along. Uh, James, should we start at 1 or 10? I was trying to think of 
so not snake style, but maybe like panini press. Like you, I read off the must, the most notable game. You read off the most least, the least interesting game. And then you jump to the second most interesting game. And then I do the second least interesting game and then so on and so forth until we meet in the middle. Panini style. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Panini style. That's what I say. Go ahead. Uh, Okay. So I think you should be put into a coma if you don't think that watching City and Villa with those storylines and that drama and that tenseness and anxiety around it, if you think that's not the most exciting game of Match Week 38, go check yourself into a hospital. Steven Gerrard's going to be out there. If he slips some way or another in the dugout on the touchline, by God, we'll have memes to feast on for years on end. Um, and maybe the story of Pep isn't quite written over at Man City. Maybe there's maybe there's a choke job in him yet. Absolutely, James. The title's there to be won. It needs a win to get it done. That's got to be the first game on your TV. The last game. Uh, if you're watching this, you're either a degenerate gambler, or that's it. <laughs> There's no reason. There's no reason. Uh, Lester Southampton. We what are we just, doing here? Should just cut the pod right there. What are we doing? Ninth verse fifteenth. Nothing gonna happen. Who cares? Patrick. Who cares? Turn it off. This is truly just a statistic. I'm not trying to insinuate anything. Um, Southampton on the cusp of surviving a season without a 9-0 drubbing. Leicester were a team to give them a 9-0 drubbing two seasons ago. I'm just going to throw that out there. Okay. okay. Storyline. So, Storyline. So let's put it this way. You know how it's going to show you the little scores in the corner of your screen? When you see 5 nothing Leicester, go ahead and turn that game on. That's it. Mm-hmm. We're not doing this out of our own volition. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, James. Panini style going to number two. Liverpool Wolves, we got to pay respect to the title race. We rarely do it on the show here, so let's do it when it matters most. Match week 38, <clears throat> Liverpool, you know, depending on the timing of goals, it's the best part about the this week, James. You know, the City could very easily walk to a win and Liverpool could walk to a win, but if we can get Liverpool to score first, we got the drama on. They'll be sitting on number in, in, in first place on the live table, and that's really, you know, probably the best we can hope for if we're being honest with ourselves. So, it, That's it's, the second game you got to be watching. It's more a it's it's a one A and a one B, isn't it? You got to have these two side by side. Yeah, you got to really be do. you got to be hearing the crowd react to the other team scoring the goal at the other stadium. You know, you got to follow those ebbs and flows as closely as you can. High drama, mm-hmm. high drama. Okay, Patrick, uh, do I go to the third most interesting or the second least interesting? I think second least interesting, but also I suppose this could be your. You get to pick which one you go. Who's to say? It is okay. Panini style. It is Panini style. And for that reason, I'm going to go second least interesting, Chelsea, Watford. Um, Chelsea are nothing short of a um, crime against humanity this season, I think, for lack of a better phrase. <laughs> <laughs> Just be done with it. I want them out of my sight. I want them out of my sight, and I don't want to see them again until they have their new owners instated. They're just done. They're, they just flamed out of everything. Flamed out, done, lost their penalty shootout after Tuchel sank to his knees. Um, playing Watford, who are already in the next phase and tier of English football. So, Two teams just vibing. They locked in third place. It is what it is. I don't care. 
I don't want to yeah. talk about it. Yeah. Enough Move said. Along. Enough said. Okay, third most interesting game. Keep in mind, guys, we're doing Panini style here. Uh, Norwich Tottenham, Patrick. Norwich Tottenham because Spurs going to do what Spurs going to do. <laughs> you think? You really think? Scenes. Don't give me that hope. Scenes. Just, I, that's all I'm going to, just one word. Just scenes. Oh, James. If, if Norwich even so much as scores first, I'm diving in the pool. I don't even, it, Arsenal could be down 4 nothing. Doesn't matter to me. Just give me that hope, baby. Give me Pat- that hope. Patrick, in honor of uh, the chef pulling some hijinks and trying out some new recipes at White Hart Lane, would you shit your pants in solidarity with with Spurs bottling it if if Arsenal somehow snuck into the fourth place spot? What, can you can you walk me through what you're asking me to do here? I just think it would be nice if, out of pure unbridled excitement and a kind of like sticking it to Spurs on you know on on candid camera, you just sh- shit your pants. <laughs> Are you base? Is this? A- but out of excitement. Okay. Um, is this and then an jumped in the pool. Clean it is all up. Is this off. an exchange? Like, I if I shit my pants, then Spurs lose. No, it's like a. Uh, no, it, it it's like it's already happened. You got to figure out how to celebrate. Oh, so they've already lost. Correct. This is it's it's a pure like the moment takes over. You get to celebrate. Okay, I mean, I prefer not to, but I suppose. If, okay, uh, hey, I just want to test the waters here. Well, I would, I would, I, I have. Uh, I don't want to get too graphic for for the listeners, but it wouldn't be my my first bout in that arena. No, uh, can't so, imagine. You know, I, <laughs> what's who's why, why rule it out for such an occasion? Yeah, James, sure, why not? I'll shit my pants for the first Spurs lose. Well, that's the soundbite I needed. <laughs> that's the soundbite I needed, and then scenes when Spurs lose and so do Arsenal. And you just got a, uh, I mean, a sack full of. <laughs> see that 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 that'll do some damage to the process. That'll do yeah. some damage. Yeah, yeah, that'll, that'll set us damage. back a few years, Patrick. Yeah. Oh, over to you. Okay, over to you. Okay, so now I'm going third. Five games most left. Interesting. Five games left. Yeah. Um, I am gonna go. Wait, no, I gotta go to the. I gotta go to the eight spot. Yeah. I'm going to the eight spot. Correct. Third least interesting game. James, it's Palace United. Uh, mm. Sad. It just doesn't it doesn't do it for me, James. It doesn't do it for me, James, to know um, you know, I think the other the other game in this affair has got a little bit more juice to it. Um you know, I think I'll I'll I prefer to watch a different game and I just I don't know. I don't know. I, a, a dead palace team. And then maybe if you're right, Manchester United gets it done. Then there's really nothing in the game if Manchester United get it done. So that one, I'm definitely going to keep an eye on that game if nothing, if for nothing else but banter. But it's not, it's not pulling me in. It's not pulling me in. That's my third least interesting okay. game. Okay. Uh, where to, is it? You now? Uh, no, it's still you. And now you're doing the fourth okay. most interesting game. Yeah. Fourth most interesting game. It's got to be Brentford Leeds. James Leeds have to get it done. Leeds absolutely have to get it done at Brentford. I would be shocked if they can get through with a draw. Uh, and so I, I can't wait to see really two, I don't want, don't want to call them good teams, but exciting teams just going back <laughs> and forth uh, with some stakes on it. Lads, uh, if you can't be good, be exciting. 
Yeah, we've seen some red cards from Leeds, so you know they're going to be getting in there. Box office. Uh, absolute box office. So I'm ex- I'm excited to watch that game for however long it's interesting and relevant. Mm-hmm. But that's my, that's my number four. It sneaks into the top four. I like that. And then, Patrick, we agreed. Okay, flip. We got three games left to get through here. Uh, fourth least interesting, so right in the middle of the pack here, coming around the final stretch. West Ham, Brighton. This is the other side of the coin of that Crystal Palace, Man United dogfight. Uh, West Ham are at the Amex, and they are the ones with onus. They are the ones who have to go out and get a result against a plucky Brighton team uh, who perform not very well at home. That Mm -hmm. record has changed in recent times, but you're liking this one because West Ham have to come out and get something done. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. And then Brighton, I think, are, you know, they have the the potential to finish as high as eighth, which would certainly be their best ever. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I actually think with a win, uh, maybe they don't get there uh, because Leicester getting it done versus Southampton makes sense. But Wolves aren't going to beat Liverpool. So if they get the win, they'll leapfrog Wolves. So they'll finish, you know, ninth or eighth, which which would be a a remarkable season. And I think an incredible uh, mark in. In, uh, in Grand Potter's right. port card. It, right, it would show up nice. Single dig, the single mm-hmm. dig category. Patrick, middle of the pack on the upward scale, uh, fifth most interesting, we got Burnley Newcastle. Yep, absolutely, James. And by the same token, uh, the onus is not on Burnley here. It was on the aforementioned Brentford and Leeds game. So expect a turf more classic send-off. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Dig in. See them. Dig yep. in. It can be interesting, though, if Leeds go and get themselves a goal, of course, because then Burnley would have to match. They are level on points. Um, but where we're, we're, I think this could get really interesting, and what I'm, 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 if you haven't figured it out by now, James, I'm just an agent of chaos. Mm-hmm. I don't care how these things finish, but I have a very particular set of uh, things I would like Skills. to happen in the first 15 minutes of many of these games to up the ante across the board and really make it an exciting day. And we're not going to get them all, James, so I'm hoping that a couple of these storylines play out. A Newcastle goal early yeah. means two things. One, Burnley's going to have to come out of their shell, but in the live table, if Leeds are just holding serve and drawing at Brentford, they will leapfrog with mm-hmm. that one point, taking them mm-hmm. to 36. So a Newcastle team that looked impressive at Arsenal, talked about the work that Eddie Howe's been doing, that I think is a more likely scenario than Leeds overtaking, you know, Brentford in that, you know, zero zero shit house draw for for Burnley and then Leeds going up. I think Leeds most likely scenario to go up is a Newcastle win and they draw. I'd have to agree. I'd have to agree. Which is wild. That's how a relegation battle should end, if we're being honest. That's <laughs> not, that's not with a that bang. respects the yeah, that respects what we're fighting for. Yeah, it's one on par loses, with their season draws. performance. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um and then what's that? Yeah. Man, remarkable Everton have managed to stay up with their 20 losses on the season. Yeah. Remarkable. They uh, they burned out and faded away. Yep. And yet somehow stayed. And Everton, speaking of Everton, Patrick, it is sad that it's come to this. Mm-hmm. To be been? named the fifth least interesting or sixth most interesting. <laughs> Experts debate. Yeah. Yeah. Which camp are you in? Next on I first think- take. Yeah, I think six most interesting. Hmm, I'm in fifth least interesting. Yeah, yeah. I thought you might be. Yep. 
Uh, Arsenal hosting Everton. It is going to be... Patrick, this reminds me quite vividly of when it was during the Louis Van Hall season. United were hosting Bournemouth, and the air was just sucked out of the room because they had no chance of qualifying for the Champions League unless they beat Bournemouth 12 nothing. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you could hear a pin drop. <laughs> so, James, while we're on the topic, um, Spurs draw. Right, yeah, Spurs right, takes right. him to 69 points. What, and I guess Arsenal don't need to win 15 nothing. They just need to win by 15 goals. What would the <laughs> splitting, halftime Splitting score, hairs here. Yeah, what would the halftime score need to be for me to have a non-donkey level amount of hope? I think five. Five I was thinking nil. five. Yeah, I was thinking five gives us a shot. With the momentum, and then if we're already putting five on them, they've already just, they don't care. Because you're thinking, okay, boys, that was a great half. Now we just need to double the effort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you get if you do get five, I was thinking five too, James. If you do get five, man, and you'll know at halftime what's going on over in, uh, in, 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 the, Norwich, in the Norwich Spurs game. So, yeah. okay, five-nothing in the first half. We can do that. We can do that. Have you won All by? Right. Have you scored five goals this season? Probably not, James. Uh, we scored four against Southampton, mm-hmm. and if you remember, I bet on that game being five nothing, and you said there's no way we score five goals. Well, um, yeah, you scored did. four. So yeah, so in the mud. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. Okay, so that was power rank match week thirty eight games. Send us a picture of your setup, and we want to see how each of the ten are set up. Um, we will be. Yeah, we'll be doing the sensory sensory overload tradition that happens only once every May. So, we can't wait. Can't wait. It's always a great day, uh, and especially when the title's up for grabs. Yeah, we haven't. We it haven't just hits different. Yeah, it's it's even even if we because it does it still kind of feels to me like a formality. Like I'm still having trouble getting excited, but I know oh, that day when no. I wake up. No, no, no. I'm gonna be so. No, up no, for no. It. Yeah, I Patrick. I think there's gonna be twists. I think there's gonna be twists. Mm. Oh, are you emotional hedging, James? No, I'm not. I swear to God. Okay. Truly. Okay. Truly. Okay. I, I was shocked at minus 625. Absolutely yeah, well, shocked. James, I'll tell you, I do think the um, the top four races all but over. That's simply a formality. Well, yeah. And I can't fathom a way that Arsenal would manage to get Champions League for next year. Just can't wrap my head around it. So, well done, Spurs. Nothing left to do. No, I um, think you're right. Segments, James? Yeah, seggies. First fantasy update. Uh, we have a clap it up for Jack Ridgeway. It was a, uh, you know, it was a foregone conclusion for quite a while, but he is the new. Give us a Bruce Buffer. And no! Fantasy football, prem de la prem. Uh, second year? Third year? I can't remember, but he's the winner. Uh, we'll get him on. We'll figure out what kind of jersey he wants. Try and learn a few tips, tricks. Um, nice to ask him if he cared about beating Liverpool. Right, right. I, I, I did have that written down in my brain. So we'll make sure to ask him that one. Patrick, he usurped a man who needs no introduction and is going against uh, Jack Bennett, a, a plucky underdog in the final of the, the PDLP Cup. So there's no, there's no cup double. League Cup double for Jack. It's uh, 
It's Nigel and Jack Bennett going at it for the cup, and we'll see who comes out on top there. Best of luck. Wow. If Nigel pulls it off, he'd be, of course, the first to do the um, the career double in the Peter Premier Prem League. That is right. Mm-hmm. That is right. Former league champ. Right. All right. Well, I think that's all the airtime that needs. Uh, freak of the week, Patrick. Freak of the week. Go for it. I'm going with Real Batiste and Real Madrid. These freaks gave each other a guard of honor in the same game. Each same other. Game. Yes. Real Madrid walks out. They stand up. Real Batiste comes out through. And then they stand after they've walked through. And then Real Madrid walks right on through. I thought it was going to go on forever. Like a human caterpillar, James. It was one of the strangest things they I've ever They just keep seen. relining up and relining up. No, they didn't do that. I wish they did. I wish mm. they committed to the joke there. Yeah. Uh, but I couldn't believe it. I don't recall ever seeing a... Um, I don't... Yeah, makes no sense. The FA Cup... Does the FA Cup winner get a Guard of Honor? Absolutely not. Right. So, did they just do it because it was cool that Batiste won? I don't know. I think it was a. I think it was it. a classic patronizing Real Madrid move that comes straight from the Florentino Perez office. Mm. Mm. It's like, make the peasants feel like they are they have a seat at the table. It was kind, right. of, kind of that vibe. Right. Well, at least Hector Bellerin will be able to f- know what it feels like to be a champion. Well, cup champion. He already knows what that feels like. Yeah, but he gets the guard of honor. We already covered that part of it. All right, James. <laughs> it's been a long week. It's been a long week. Patrick, we covered uh, the chef at White Hart Lane ad nauseum, so I'll go ahead and scratch that one out. Newcastle's third jersey, Patrick. Newcastle's third jersey. We knew they were under, they were coming under a lot of scrutiny with the Saudi takeover. What do they go and do? They just slapped together the national kit as a third jersey, uh, to which Eddie Howe responded, yes, I'm aware. That's uh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so they're going to be rocking the Saudi kit. Third jersey, Newcastle. Uh, SMH. SMH. Big move. It's a big move. <laughs> My huge beast. Uh, Ten Hog doesn't like vacations. He wanted to start his work early. He's already officially a United employee, soon to be full-time manager when the clock hits 90 on uh, Rangnick against Palace. And I love that. This Ten Hag seems like he's got a bit of that dog in him, a little bit of that psycho in him. I am at peak excitement season, silly season, Messiah season, whatever you want to call it. And I'm just going to revel in it because it's not going to last. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Your, your huge beast is that your, your manager showed up for work? Early, and he skipped vacation. He called it off. I actually think he's just like a little bit of an antisocial dude who just didn't want to go and party with Ajax. Mm. I tell you, my dad took up photography as a, as a hobby so that when me and my brother had soccer games, he could stand off to the side and not talk to other parents. That's actually legendary. Yeah, he got really into it. He would rent the big old lenses... Uh, it was crazy, but he'd always be on the opposite side of the field of all the parents. So what started as a means of not socializing became a rewarding hobby for him. A, a genuine hobby, yeah. And, and, but I think it was because it already was his greatest hobby, which was, was not uh, interacting with other people. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. you know, passion feeds passion. Right. Anyway, um, my huge beast of the week, James, is Patrick Vieira. For doing <laughs> what we all wanted to do, yeah, which is kicking a mouthy Everton fan. 
He didn't get a good of a lick as I think he probably would have wanted. No, not clean contact. No. Um, you can tell he's been out of the game for a minute. It looked a little looked a, a little forced. A, a little labored, a little delayed. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder if the hips the hip needs to go under the knife, man. It just didn't look like he had the same mobility, but uh, he still wants all the smoke. Yeah. And I love to see it. Yeah. Um, if the FA has any shame, they'll wipe the fine or punishment that they were planning on giving Vieira. Can't be. Can't be doing that. We're all humans out here. No. No. Uh, and the, Did you see the video from the Everton fans' perspective? Yeah, I did. I mean, yeah. for God's it's sakes, the- man. Why would you post it? Yeah. Why would you post just it? Just give him the ammo. Yeah. Yeah. Just say, I didn't say anything. I was just celebrating. Oh, no. The video didn't say it. No. Total. Hu- yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No. I, I think kids and their phones these days, they just mm. want to show that they were there. Tell me about it. Live in the moment. Like, just abuse, abuse Patrick Vieira sans phone. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like a smart person would. And then there's no <laughs> evidence. <laughs> No. I wasn't videotaping when I called Clint Dempsey a bum. Was I, James? No. No. No, you weren't. And it's an embarrassing thing for me to be doing as a grown man. Right. I had a good time. I got a laugh out of it. Yes, did I? Um, I think he did, too. I saw a smile. Yeah, he he took one look at me and then started laughing. Yeah. I think right afterwards, you turned to me and said, honestly, that guy's given me the most excitement watching the the U.S. men's (laughs) national team. Like, yeah, there's just cool. something, yeah, there's just something in you. If you got a front row seat, you're going to be hurling. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The moment overtook me. Yeah, I think we introduced the V sign to the 3252. Mm-hmm. The two-finger salute. Anyway, goal of the week, Patrick. Let's bring it home. Let's bring it home on this match week 37, this fine Friday mm-hmm. Eve. Uh, I've got, it might be a cop-out, but... Scenes are scenes, Patrick. We've got Dominic Calvert-Lewin just paying, just like repaying a season of basic injury absenteeness with what he gets paid for, putting that head on the ball and steering it home in a diving fashion. Limbs go crazy. Tops come off. Bottles get popped. Everton staying up. Goal of the week. Yeah, James. That's how you land a plane. The moment... The moment matters. The moment matters, and I think that we might have another moment matter goal of the week coming up. But I'm going. Mm. I'm going to Lewin a well. How about the well. ball too? Yeah, no. In the in the end, it was a it was a it was a great ball in and a and a and a pretty powerful header from uh, from Calvert Lewin, who I will go on the record and say I think would be an unmitigated disaster <laughs> if he came to Arsenal. Real quick uh, to kill the moment. Yeah, just to just to make sure that I'm not uh, my words aren't being twisted. Uh, I'd love to be wrong. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> anyway, James, going to keep it easy in the district to close it out. I'm go- calling this the have-to-do-it parlay lock. West Ham, <laughs> Liverpool, and Arsenal all to get the win. There's the three teams that are chasing the higher tier wow. in wow. for the title. They have to do it, taking the win across the board for plus 350, and I am locking it as my only bet, my final bet. For the degenerate district of Prem of the Prem. Signing off. 2022. Momentous. What, 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 what was the parlay called? Um, the have to do it parlay lock. Bonafide. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. I love it. Patrick, we will be back 
Um, I don't know if it's going to be right after 38. We're, we've got a few fun features and segments planned out for you for a slightly classic PDLP goofier take on the season recap. And we'll be changed men by the time that comes around because I think we'll have witnessed a lot of drama, a lot of drama on the final day. And hopefully you all are changed men and women for listening to the podcast this season. We hope we've had that effect on your life. And we do look forward to hearing you, seeing you, and taking you in on the final episode of the season. Jesus. What's up, Prem heads? Make sure to find us on Apple Podcasts at Prem de la Prem, a Premier League podcast, and smash that subscribe button for all other interviews, segments, and hot takes that you can handle. You can also find us on Instagram for some fire content at Prem de la Prem podcast. No spaces, no punctuation, just like life.